It's the Old Man Yells at Music Podcast. The show where a guy looks back at selected hits from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Also, some old musical TV shows, albums you may have forgotten or never even heard of, and more. Now, here's your host, the old man himself, Roger Stroop. This week, we're going to look at the seventh and eighth first round brackets of my 80s Uneasy Rider tournament. Now, if you're new to the podcast, this is where I start with 256 strange, funny, different, or otherwise unusual songs that reached their peak position in the U.S. Top 40 between 1980 and 1989. Then I put them in eight brackets of 32 and pit them against each other two at a time, picking winners in those matchups, then matching up those winners, then matching up those winners, and so on and so on, until we get to the ultimate uneasy writer song of the 80s. And also, I present the matchups as American football games, and I assign a score to them. And I even write up brief summaries of these fantasy games on my blog at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com. Got all that? Good. Today, we're finishing off the second round. We're looking at matchups from the seventh and eighth brackets. I think this batch has a few mismatches, but some close ones as well. So, as usual, I'll go through the matchups, and I'll tell you what songs the songs here beat to get here. So let's get started. First up is the What Are You Doing In There Bowl. Number 36 Vapor's hit, Turning Japanese from 1980, takes on Centerfold. 1982 number one by the Jay Giles Band. Turning Japanese is a jittery new wave number about someone in prison or perhaps a mental institution who is obsessed with a picture of a girl he likes. It's unclear exactly what the singer does while looking at the picture, nor how it transforms him into someone of another nationality. What I do know is that it beat Shibop by Cyndi Lauper in the first round. Here are the English lyrics. I've got your picture of me and you. You wrote, I love you. I wrote, me too. I sit there staring and there's nothing else to do. Oh, it's in color. Your hair is brown. Your eyes are hazel and soft as clouds. I often kiss you when there's no one else around. I've got your picture. I've got your picture. I'd like a million of you all around my cell. I want a doctor to take your picture so I can look at you from inside as well. You've got me turning up and turning down and turning in and turning round. I'm turning Japanese. I think I'm turning Japanese. I really think so. Centerfold, meanwhile, is anthemic bar rock about a guy who is browsing the top row of a magazine rack when he sees that the woman posing Au Naturel, in one publication's feature spread, is none other than his high school crush. It beat Girls, Girls, Girls by Motley Crue in round one. Take a peek at these lyrics. Does she walk? Does she talk? Does she come complete? My homeroom, homeroom angel always pulled me from my seat. She was pure, like snowflakes no one could ever stain. The memory of my angel could never cause me pain. Years go by. I'm looking through a girly magazine. And there's my homeroom angel on the pages in between. My blood runs cold. My memory has just been sold. My angel is the centerfold. Angel is the centerfold. So who's the winner here? The vapors continue down the tournament trail. It's politically incorrect now, but... It was just plain weird then, and it still is. So the vape, so turning Japanese rips out the centerfold, forty-one to seventeen. Next, it's the front to back bowl. Sugar Walls, which Sheena Easton took to number nine in nineteen eighty-five, faces a number thirty-five from nineteen eighty-eight, Debut by EU. Sugar Walls is Sheena's version of a song that. Prince wrote for her, in which she invites a man to 
experience the pleasures that wait await inside her. It defeated Me So Horny by two live crew in the first round. Come inside while I read you these lyrics. I don't know where you're coming inside, but that's what I said. Where I, where I come from, there's a place called heaven. That's the place where all the good children go. The houses are of silver, the streets are gold, but there's more where you come from, my sugar walls. Blood races to your private spots, lets me know there's a fire. You can't fight passion when passion is hot. Temperatures rise inside my sugar walls. Meanwhile, the butt is a song about dancing with ladies with large poster posteriors from a Washington band who helped create a genre called go-go. It defeated She's a Bad Mama Jamma by Carl Carlson in the first round. Let's have a look at some lyrics. Walked in this place. Surprised to see a big girl getting busy, just rocking to the go-go beat. The way she shook her booty sure looked good to me. I said, come here, big girl. Won't you rock my world? Show that dance to me. She was doing the butt. Hey, pretty, pretty. When you get that notion, put your back field in motion. Hey, doing the butt. Hey, sexy, sexy. Ain't nothing wrong if you want to do the butt all night long. So who wins here? This is actually pretty close. EU's repeated use of the word but gives them a chance. But the girl who sang about waiting for her man to come home on the morning train, transforming into a sexually aggressive vixen, is one of Pop's most startling transformations. And that's enough to give Sheena a 31 to 27 win. Now it's the You Don't Need a Big Venue for This World Series Bowl. Prince and Sheena Easton's number two from 1987, You Got the Look, meets Love in an Elevator, Aerosmith's number five hit from 1989. You Got the Look sees Prince and Sheena actually singing together on a funky groove about a couple meeting for a one-night stand of epic proportions. It defeated She's a Beauty by the Tubes in round one. Here's how they describe it. Here we are, folks, the dream we all dream of. Boy versus girl in the World Series of Love. Tell me, have you got the look? You walked in, I woke up. I've never seen a pretty girl look so tough, baby. You've got that look. Color you peach and black. Color me taken aback. Crucial, I think I want you. You've got the look. You've got the hook. You've shown enough to be cooking in my book. Your face is jamming. Your body's hecka slamming. If love is good, let's get the rant. Let's get to ramming. You got to look. You got the look. Love in an elevator, meanwhile, sees Steven Tyler and company rhapsodizing about the erotic possibilities of the vertical people mover pioneered by Elisha Otis. It defeated Talk Dirty to Me by Poison in the first round. So let's go up and down on these lyrics. Yeah, elevator. Not a great joke, but that's what I did. Working like a dog for the boss man. Working for the company. Betting on the dice I'm tossing, I'm going to have a fantasy. But where am I going to look? They tell me that love is blind. I really need a girl like an open book to read between the lines. Love in an elevator, living it up when I'm going down. Love in an elevator, loving it up while I hit the, till I hit the ground. What happens here? This is another good matchup between two of Pop's premier horn dogs. Again, I think Sheena makes the difference. So it's 35 to 34 for Prince. Then it's the Good and Good For You Bowl. 
Marvin Gaye's 1983 number three, Sexual Healing, squares off against the 1989 number two, Wild Thing by Tone Loke. Sexual Healing was the comeback hit for a Motown legend. On it, he proposes his own unique brand of physical therapy. It knocked out Dress You Up by Madonna in round one. Here's a few lyrics. Baby, I'm hot just like an oven. I need some lovin'. And baby, I can't hold it much longer. It's getting stronger and stronger. When I get that feeling, I want sexual healing. Sexual healing is good for me. Makes me feel so fine. It's such a rush. Helps to relieve my mind. And it's good for us. Sexual healing, baby, it's good for me. Sexual healing is something that's good for me. Come take control. Just grab a hold of my body and mind, and soon we'll be making it. Wild Thing, meanwhile, depicts the carnal exploits of a gravel-voiced L.A. rapper. It defeated Jungle Love by the time in the first round. Let's take a look at the last verse. Doing a little show at the local discotheque. This fine young chick was on my jock, so I say, what the heck? She want to come on stage and do her little dance. So I said, chill for now, but maybe later you'll get your chance. So when the show was finished, I took her around the way. And what do you know? She was good to go, without a word to say. We was all alone, and she said, Tone, let me tell you one thing. I need $50. I need $50 to make you holler. I get paid to do the wild thing. Say what? Yo, love, you must be kidding. You're walking, babe. Just break out of here. Hasta la vista, baby. So, what happens in this one? Well, the W goes to wild thing. Marvin's smoothness can't compete with Loke's insatiability. Tone sidelines gay. 49 to 10. Then it's the good and good for you bowl. Marvin Gaye's 1983 number three sexual healing squares off against the 1989 number two wild thing by Tone Loke. Sexual healing was the comeback hit for a Motown legend. On it, he proposes his own unique brand of physical therapy. It knocked out Dress You Up by Madonna in round one. Here's a few lyrics. Baby, I'm hot just like an oven. I need some lovin'. And baby, I can't hold it much longer. It's getting stronger and stronger. When I get that feeling, I want sexual healing. Sexual healing is good for me. Makes me feel so fine. It's such a rush. Helps to relieve my mind. And it's good for us. Sexual healing, baby, it's good for me. Sexual healing is something that's good for me. Come take control. Just grab a hold of my body and mind, and soon we'll be making it. Wild Thing, meanwhile, depicts the carnal exploits of a gravel-voiced L.A. rapper. It defeated Jungle Love by the time in the first round. Let's take a look at the last verse. Doing a little show at the local discotheque. This fine young chick was on my jock, so I say, what the heck? She want to come on stage and do her little dance. So I said, chill for now, but maybe later you'll get your chance. So when the show was finished, I took her around the way. And what do you know? She was good to go, without a word to say. We was all alone, and she said, Tone, let me tell you one thing. I need $50. I need $50 to make you holler. I get paid to do the wild thing. Say what? Yo, love, you must be kidding. You're walking, babe. Just break out of here. Hasta la vista, baby. So, what happens in this one? Well, the W goes to wild thing. Marvin's smoothness can't compete with Loke's insatiability. Tone sidelines gay. 49 to 10.
it's the don't just stand there, she's paying you bowl. Between David Lee Roth's 1985 number 12, Just a Gigolo, I Ain't Got Nobody, and the number seven from 1989 by Young MC, Bust a Move. Just a Gigolo, I Ain't Got Nobody, is a medley of two early 20th century songs originally put together by band leader Louis Prima in 1956. 28 years later, ex-band Halen singer Roth stepped into Prima's jazzy shoes to cover it. It beat Tina Turner's Private Dancer in the first round. Here's some lyrics. I'm just a gigolo, and everywhere I go, people know the part Dave's playing. Paid for every dance, selling each romance. Ooh, what they're saying. But there will come a day when youth will pass away. What will they say about me? When the end comes, I know... It was just a gigolo. Life goes on without me. Because I ain't got nobody. Nobody cares for me. Nobody. Nobody cares for me. I'm so sad and lonely. Won't some... Sad and lonely. Sad and lonely. Won't some sweet mama come and take a chance with me? Because I ain't so bad. Bust a move is a song that contains advice for men looking to do better with the ladies by a young rapper originally from Queens. It beat Walk This Way by Run DMC and Aerosmith in round number one. Now, once again, we're going to go to the last verse. Your best friend, Harry, has a brother, Larry. In five days from now, he's gonna marry. He's hoping you can make it there if you can, because in the ceremony, You'll be the best man. You say neato, check your libido, and roll to the church in your new tuxedo. The bride walks down just to start the wedding, and there's one more girl you won't be getting. So you start thinking, then you start blinking. The bridesmaid, look, the bridesmaid looks and thinks that you're winking. She thinks you're kind of cute, so she winks back. And now you're feeling really fine. Because the girl is stacked. Reception's jumping. Bass is pumping. You look at the girl and your heart starts thumping. S says she wants to dance to a different groove. Now you know what to do, G. Bust a move. How does this one turn out? Well, young DM, young, young DMC, excuse me, young MC's faster, newer moves prevail over Diamond Dave's Veteran Savvy by a score of 45 to 14. Next up, it's the No Huggy, No Kissy If You Wear Your Hair Like Chuck Woolery Bowl. Keep Your Hands to Yourself, a number two hit for the Georgia Satellites in 1986, battles the Beast Boys, 1989 number 36, Hey Ladies. Keep Your Hands to Yourself is a song about a woman who won't allow any hanky-panky with her man until he pokes it he puts a ring on it. It defeated We Don't Have to Take Our Clothes Off by Jermaine Stewart in the first round. Here's part of the story. I got a little change in my pocket going jing-a-lang-a-ling. Want to call you on the telephone, baby. Give you a ring. But each time we talk, I get the same old thing. Always no huggy, no kissy until I get a wedding ring. My honey, my baby. Don't put my love upon no shelf. She said, don't hand me no lines and keep your hands to yourself. B -b baby, 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 why you want to treat me this way? You know, I'm still your lover, boy. I still feel the same way. That's when she told me a story about free milk and a cow and said, no huggy, no kissy until I get a wedding vow. My honey, my baby, don't put my love upon no shelf. She said, don't hand me no lines. Keep your hands to yourself. Hey Ladies, Meanwhile, is a track from the Beastie Boys' second album, which, she, which sees them being slightly nerdier horn dogs than they were on their first album. It defeated I'm That Type of Guy by LL Cool J in the first round. Once again, it's a rap song where we're going to the final verse. Well, you know that she got a gold tooth. You know she's hardcore. 
She'll, tell, she'll show you a good time, then she'll show you the door. Break up with your girl. It ended in tears. Vincent Van go, go and mail that ear. Call her in the middle of the night when I'm drinking. The phone booth on the quarter is damp and it's stinking. Said come on over, it was me that she missed. I threw that trash can through her window, cause you know I got dissed. Your old lady left you, and you went insane. You blew yourself up in the back of the six train. Take my advice at any price. A gorilla like your mother is mighty weak. Sucking down pints until I didn't know. Woke up, the, woke up in the morning with a one-ton hoe. Because I announce I like girls that bounce with the weight that pays about a pound per ounce. Girls with curls and big long locks and beatnik chicks just wearing their smocks. Walking high and mighty like she's number one. She thinks she's the passionate one. Hey, ladies, get funky. So who wins here? The satellite's stout defense contained the everything but the kitchen sink attack of the beasties. The hands team prevails 20 to 10. We'll have more matchups after this. Hi, this is your host, Roger Stroop, letting you know that if you like my point of view on old pop music, you can actually find lots more of it on the Old Man Yells at Music blog. I've been looking back at top 40 charts from the 70s, 80s, and 90s and beyond for almost 10 years now. And I've done hundreds of entries and covered thousands of songs from the American, Canadian, and British charts. From the A's to ZZ Top. From Abacab to Zoom. You'll also find my Uneasy Rider tournaments, celebrating the odd ducks of the American Top 40. The 70s tourney is complete, but the 80s one is just getting started. And you can follow along on the blog as it progresses. And of course, you can find links to the latest episode of this podcast and the accompanying YouTube playlists there. So take a look at the Old Man Yells at Music blog, which you can find at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com. Why is it there? You'll have to go there to find out. That's the Old Man Yells at Music blog at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com. Next, it's the Thinking or Drinking Bowl. The 1982 Tom Tom Club number 31, Genius of Love, faces Funky Cold Medina, which was a number three in 1989 for Tone Loke. Genius of Love is from a group led by Tina Weymouth and Chris France of Talking Heads. It's a buoyant electro-funk number about a woman who is about to be released from jail to be with her very special man. It overpowered Diana Ross's muscles in the first round. So here are some very, very intelligent lyrics. What are you going to do when you get out of jail? I'm going to have some fun. What do you consider fun? Fun. Natural fun. I'm in heaven with my boyfriend, my laughing boyfriend. There's no beginning and there is no end. Time isn't present in that dimension. He'll take my arm when, while, when we're walking, rolling and rocking. It's one time I'm glad I'm not a man. Feels like I'm dreaming, but I'm not sleeping. I'm in heaven with the maven of funk mutation. Clinton's musicians, such as Bootsy Collins, raise expectations to a new intention. No one can sing quite like Smokey, Smoking Rob Robinson. Waylon and Skankin' to Bob Marley. Reggae's expanding with Sly and Robbie. Meanwhile, Funky Cold Medina is more horniness from Mr. Loke. This time, about a love potion. It beat Dude Looks Like a Lady by Aerosmith in the first round. Now, I actually did recite the last verse last time, so I'm going to go earlier in the song. This brother told me a secret on how to get more chicks. Put a little Medina in your glass and the girls will come real quick. It's better than any alcohol or aphrodisiac. A couple of sips of this love potion and she'll be on your lap. 
So I gave some to my dog when he began to beg. Then he licked his bowl and he looked at me and did the wild thing on my leg. He used to scratch and bite me. Before he was much, much meaner. But now all the poodles run to my house for the funky cold Medina. You know what I'm saying? I got every dog in my neighborhood breaking my breaking down my door. I got Spuds McKenzie, Alex from Strohs. They won't leave my dog alone with that Medina, pal. So who gets the win here? It's another close one, but the Tom Tom team just had a little bit more originality. Although I will give Tone a shout out for mentioning Alex from Strohs. Does anybody remember Alex from Strohs? Anyway, the final score is 33 to 28 for the geniuses. Now it's the don't step on a crack when you're stepping out bowl. Whip it, the 1980 number 14 by Devo takes on the number nine from 1986 by Oran Juice Jones, The Rain. Whip it is some new wave from the innovative band from Akron, Ohio. It beat Sweet Dreams Are Made of This by Eurythmics in round one. Again, as I said before, I'm not sure what this is about. But here are the lyrics. Crack that whip. Give the past the slip. Step on a crack. Break your mama's back. When a problem comes along, you must whip it. When something before the cream sets out too long, you must whip it. When something's going wrong, you must whip it. Now whip it into shape. Shape it up. Get straight. Go forward. Move ahead. Try to detect it. It's not too late to whip it and whip it good. Meanwhile, the rain sees the man called Juice catching his lover with someone else, and then it details his response in a spoken tirade at the end. He defeated nobody by Sylvia in the first round. Now, I recited his whole soliloquy at the end in the episode where I covered part eight of the first round. So, you know, when I'm not, if you want to hear that, go back. That's just, I just don't feel like going through all of that this time. But when I did the first time, trust me, it was entertaining. So who wins this one? Well, it's Devo all the way. That is very much, the song is very much a contender. They look capable of whipping anyone. Right now, they easily stop the rain by a score of 55 to 3. Now we're on the eighth and final bracket, starting with the Thoroughbreds and Natty Dreads Bowl. Master Blaster, Jammin, Stevie Wonder's number five from 1980, faces Run for the Roses by Dan Fogelberg, which got to number 18 in 1982. Run for the Roses is a song Peoria native Fogelberg wrote in 1980 for ABC's coverage of the Kentucky Derby. It describes the life of a racehorse. It defeated Runner, by Manfred Mann's Earth Band in the first round. Write along with me while I recite some lyrics. Born in the valley and raised in the trees of western Kentucky on wobbly knees, with mama beside you to help you along, you'll soon be growing up strong. All the long, lazy mornings in pastures of green, the sun on your withers, the wind in your mane. Could never prepare you for what lies ahead. The run for the roses so red. And it's the run for the roses. As fast as you can. Your fate is delivered. Your moment's at hand. It's the chance of a lifetime. And a lifetime of chance. And it's high time you joined in the dance. Meanwhile, Master Blaster is was... Stevie Wonder's tribute to Bob Marley and reggae music in general. It defeated Night Shift by the Commodores in the first round. Let's have some lyrics. Everyone's feeling pretty. It's hotter than July. 
Though the world's full of problems, they couldn't touch us even if they tried. From the park, I hear rhythms. Marley's hot on the box. Tonight there will be a party on the corner at the end of the block. Didn't know you would be jamming until the break of dawn. I bet no I bet nobody ever told you that you would be jamming until the break of dawn. You would be jamming and jamming and jamming. Jam on. So who takes this matchup? As I said in the first round, it's going to take a lot to beat a tender ballad to a racehorse. And a simple tribute to a musician, even Bob Marley, will not do it. The Roses blast the blaster 51 to nothing. Then it's the You're Definitely Not Crossing the Mersey Bowl, in which Don't Pay the Ferryman, a 1983 number 34 by Chris DeBerg, faces a 1988 number 24 by George Harrison, When We Was Fab. Don't Pay the Ferryman is a tale of a man desperate to reach a destination that he must access by boat, but something, or someone, is telling him to be wary of the man piloting the craft. It beat Golden Earring's Twilight Zone in round one. Here is a little bit of it. It was late at night on the open road, speeding like a man on the run, a lifetime spent preparing for the journey. He is closer now, and the search is on, reading from a map in the mine. Yes, there's, a, there's the ragged hill, and there's the boat on the river. And when, and when the rain came down, <coughs> he heard a wild dog howl. There were voices in the night. Don't do it. Voices out of sight. Don't do it. Too many men have failed before. Whatever you do, don't pay the ferryman. Don't even fix a price. Don't pay the ferryman until he gets you to the other side. Meanwhile, uh, When We Was Fab was George Harrison's tribute to his years with the Beatles. It beat a similar song by George Harrison all those years ago in the first round. Now let's go back and look at those lyrics. Back then, long time ago, when grass was green, woke up in a daze. Arrived like strangers in the night. Long time ago when we was fab. Back when income tax was all we had. Caresses fleeced you in the morning light. Casualties at dawn. And we did it all. Long time ago when we was fab. In my, wor in my world, you are my only love. Who wins here? DeBerg's take on the myth of crossing the River Styx gets the nod over the mythologizing of the lads from Liverpool. The ferryman sails on 34 to 9. Next, it's the Al wasn't the one who needed a bodyguard bowl. Paul Simon's You Can Call Me Al, number 23 from 1987, Meets the number seven Michael Jackson hit from 1989, Smooth Criminal. You Can Call Me Al is, like many Paul Simon songs, about a man looking at his life and finding flaws and deficiencies that he needs to improve. The sound of the track, like much of his Graceland album, is heavily influenced by music and musicians he met on a visit to South Africa. It defeated Lawyers in Love by Jackson Brown in the first round. I don't care what you call me as long as you listen to me recite these lyrics. A man walks down the street. He says, why am I short of attention? Got a short little span of attention, and whoa, my, my nights are so long. Where's my wife and family? What if I got here? Who'll be my role model now that my role model is gone? Gone. He ducked back, he ducked back down the alley with some roly-poly little bat-faced girl. All along, along, there were incidents and accidents. There were hints and allegations. If you'll be my bodyguard, I can be your long-lost pal. I can call you Betty, and Betty, when you call me, you can call me Al. Smooth Criminal, meanwhile, is fast, stuttery, funk, rock, pop, dance. It's Michael Jackson. He, 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 he threw in a lot of different things to a lot of different songs. 
But what it is for sure is the tale of a woman who was violently attacked by someone who broke into her apartment. It defeated Dracomissar by After the Fire in round one. Let's check on these lyrics. As he came into the window was a sound of a crescendo. He came into the into her apartment. He left the bloodstains on the carpet. She ran underneath the table. He could see she was unable. So she ran into the bedroom. She was struck down. It was her doom. Annie, are you okay? So Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Annie, are you okay? Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Annie, are you okay? So Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Annie, are you okay? So Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Annie, are you okay? Will you tell us that you're okay? There's a sign at the window that he struck you. A crescendo, Annie. He came into your apartment, left the bloodstains on the carpet. Then you ran into the bedroom. You were struck down. It was your doom. Annie, are you okay? So Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Because you've been hit by, you've been hit by a smooth criminal. So what happens here? This is a close one. Smooth Criminal will probably never be beaten for the title of biggest hit inspired by a dummy used to teach CPR. But I just give the nulls a paw, to pa, the nod to Paul, not the nulls a pod. That doesn't make any sense. I give the nod to Paul for bringing South African beats to American ears and for making us wonder why he would want people to call him someone else's name. It's Al 23, Criminal 21. And now it's the These Injustices Aren't Quite Comparable Bowl. Between Midnight Oil's number 17 from 1988, Beds Are Burning, and Pop Singer, which John Mellencamp took to number 15 in 1989. Beds Are Burning isn't about literal flaming mattresses, but rather a protest song about Aboriginal land rights by an Australian band known for their bald, towering lead singer. It beat ZZ Top's Sleeping Bag in the first round. Let's have a look at the lyrics. Out where the river broke, the bloodwood and the desert oak, holding wrecks and boiling diesels, steam in 45 degrees. The time has come to say fair's fair, to pay the rent, to pay our share. The time has come. A fact's a fact. It belongs to them. Let's give it back. How can we dance when our earth is turning? How do we sleep while our beds are burning? Meanwhile, Pop Singer is Mellencamp's declaration of his disdain for having had to play the games and take the marketing gimmicks that the record industry had pushed on him throughout his career. Not the least of which was initially calling him John Cougar. It beat Watching the Wheels by John Lennon in the first round. Let's, let's listen to some of John's gripes. Never wanted to be no pop singer. Never wanted to write no pop songs. Never had no weird hair to get my songs over. Never wanted to hang out after the show. Pop singer of pop songs. Never wanted to have my picture taken. Now who would want to look into these eyes? Just want to make it real, good, bad, or indifferent. That's the way that I live, and that's the way that I'll die, as a pop singer of pop songs. How does this one play out? It's another win for big oil. Midnight oil, that is. Australian land rights are much less common pop subjects than a rock star complaining about creative freedom. The beds pop Mellencamp's bubble 37 to 10. We'll have the final matchups of round two right after this. Hello, Roger Stroop again. We all know that COVID-19 is hitting small businesses particularly hard. And I have firsthand knowledge of this, as my wife is a home-based music teacher. Right now, she isn't doing lessons at home. But she has been able to teach some of her students over the internet. Which got me thinking. You don't have to live in the St. Catharines, Niagara area to learn piano, voice, and or musical theory 
from Linda's lessons. I've told you before about her years of experience and many satisfied customers. I've also told you you can look up Linda's lessons on Facebook and see videos of her singing. You'll know for sure she knows what she's doing. So if you want to learn music and you think you'd be more comfortable learning over the internet, take a look at the Linda's Lessons page on Facebook. At the very least, you'll hear an amazing singer, my wife, Linda Quick. Thank you very much. Now we're entering the home stretch, starting with the Dream Boys and Dream Girls Bowl. Jennifer Holiday's number 22 from 1982, and I am telling you I'm not going, battles Wipeout, which the Fat Boys and the Beach Boys took to number 14 in 1987. And I am telling you I'm not going is the showcase number from the 1981 musical Dream Girls. Holiday's character, Effie, is telling Curtis, her lover and the manager of the girl group she's just been fired from, that she was not going to be pushed aside easily. It beat Memory by Barry Manilow in the first round. Here are some of the lyrics. No, 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 no. I'm not waking up tomorrow morning and finding that there's nobody there. Darling, there's no way. No, no, no way I'm living without you. I'm not living without you. You see, there's just no way. There's no way. And I am telling you I'm not going. You're the best man I'll ever know. There's no way I could ever, ever go. No, 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 no way. No, 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 no way I'm living without you. Oh, I'm not living without you. I'm not living without you. I don't want to be free. I'm staying. I'm staying. And you, and you, and you, you're going to love me. Wipeout is a cover of the hit 1963 surf instrumental by the Safaris. On it, the fat boys rhyme about taking a California holiday and meeting a certain rock group, who then proceed to sing a song that's not theirs and doesn't have any lyrics. It knocked out another fat boys track, their chubby checker team up, The Twist, Yo Twist, in the first round. Here are some of the lyrics. I hope I don't wipe out while saying them. For three straight years, we toured the nation. When we get through, we needed a vacation. We wanted to party and get a little rest, so we packed our things and headed out west. We got our surfboards, took the beach ball out, jumped in a, limous in a limousine, ready to wipe out. The sun went down and the night began. We was rapping for the people. Cold chilling, my man. Just partying hard, making lots of noise. When around the corner came the real Beach Boys. So we all jumped up and started to shout. Let's all sing the song called the Wipeout. Wiping out, wipeout, wiping out, wipeout. Ah, wah, wah, wiping out, wipeout, wiping out, wipeout. Ah, wah, wah. Hey, watch out. Here we go. Here we go. Wah, wah, wah. Wiping out. Wipeout. Who wins this one? Well, Jennifer left it all out on the field, but she's been sent on permanent holiday from the tournament by one of the most unlikely collaborations in music history. Wipeout rides the wave to round three by a score of 45 to 14. Next, it's the Who's the Boss Bowl. The number 19 from 1984 by James Ingram and Michael McDonald, Yamo Be There, faces Bruce, a number 27 hit for Rick Springfield in 1984. Yamo Be There sees soul singer Ingram team up with the ex-Doobie Brothers frontman on a song that advises looking to God for help. It beat Kyrie by Mr. Mister in the first round. Let's look up and see if we can find the lyrics. Heavenly Father watching us fall. We take from each other and give nothing at all. Well, it's a doggone shame, but never too late for change. So if your luck runs low, just reach out and call his name. His name. Yamo be there. Yamo be there. Yamo be there. Yamo be there whenever you call. 
Spruce, meanwhile, is a song on which Rick Springfield laments how often he is confused by a more with with a more famous rocker with a similar name. It beat Dan Fogelberg's leader of the band in the first round. Here's Rick recalling one of those situations where he is mistaken for someone else. And there's this kid walking, carrying a guitar. You know, I told him that I played. He asked me my name. You know, I told him. I said it plain and clear as day. Well, he seemed really, clearly, sincerely impressed. And as he pulled a piece of paper from me to sign from his vest, he said, I thought Born to Run was one of your best. Oh, wait a minute, man. Who do you think I am? He answered, Mr. Springsteen, you're a famous man. He called me Bruce. Bruce. I can hear him calling Bruce. Bruce. He called me Bruce. Bruce. My name is Richard. Can I hit it? Can I hit it to you, babe? So who comes out on top? Rick may not have gotten Jesse's girl, but he could still win this contest. Yamo is Nomo after a 35 to 11 loss. Next is the Why Cover Just One Song Bowl. Stars on 45 1981 Medley, Medley, plays Hooked on Classics, the number 10 from 1982 by the Royal Philharmonic. Medley was created by a Dutch producer and some studio musicians and singers. It's a disco mashup, mashup of a bunch of Beatles hits with Sugar Sugar and Venus thrown in. It beats Stars on 45-3, Stars on Stevie in the first round. Meanwhile, Hooked on Classics features London's Royal Philharmonic Orchestra performing sections of famous classical pieces by Mozart, Handel, Tchaikovsky, and others, accompanied by a drum, mach drum machine. It defeated Hooked on Swing by Larry Elgart and his Manhattan Swing Orchestra in the first round. So who moves on? It's close, but the guys with the violins and the French horns come out on top. It's much. It was much stranger hearing Gershwin and Bizet on pop radio than Lennon and McCartney at, at that time. It's 35-28 win for the classics. And the final contest of the second round is the Way Back When Bowl. Tacos number three from 1983, Putting on the Ritz, squares off against Veronica, and 1989 number 19 by Elvis Costello. Putting on the Ritz was an Irving Berlin composition that debuted in a movie of the same name. The lyrics are about wealthy, fashionable people. It beat I Don't Want to Walk Without You by Barry Manilow in round one. I'll put on my white tie and tails while I read you these lyrics. If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? Putting on the Ritz. Different types of wear, all day coat, pants with stripes and cutaway coats for perfect fits. Putting on the Ritz. Dressed up like a million dollar trooper, trying hard to look like Gary Cooper, super duper. Come, let's mix where Rockefellers walk with sticks or umbrellas in their mitts. Putting on the Ritz. Veronica, meanwhile, was inspired by Elvis Costello's grandmother who suffered from Alzheimer's later in her life. The song is about an elderly woman who has lost most of her memory, but still occasionally retains bits of her past. It defeated Another Day in Paradise by Phil Collins in the first round. Let's look back at the lyrics. Veronica sits in her favorite chair, and she sits very quiet and still. And they call her a name that they never get right. And if they don't, then nobody else will but she used to have a carefree mind of her own with a devilish look in her eye, saying, you can call me anything you like, but my name is Veronica. Do you suppose that waiting hands on eyes, Veronica has gone to hide? And all the time she laughs at those who shout her name and steal her clothes. Veronica, Veronica, oh, Veronica. 
And what song gets the 64th and final berth in the third round? Well, taco. Everybody loves tacos. And this is no exception. Elvis and his nice old lady friend leave the building on the short end of a 56 to 17 decision. So that's it for round three. I think there are a couple of surprises in this last 64, but I'd say all the serious contenders going into the tournament are still around. You'll be seeing fewer blowouts when the tournament resumes in the new year, as the songs that have sailed through so far start meeting tougher competition. The game summaries for this set of matchups will be up sometime before then. Time once again for Old Man Yells at You. This time it's my old standby, album, book, documentary. Listen to all of the Tom Tom Club's debut album. It's got the same quirkiness of Talking Heads, but more poppy. Then check out Rick Springfield's memoir, Late Late at Night. See just how bad the problem of him being mistaken for Springsteen really was. And finally, take a pick at the documentary Midnight Oil 1984. Find out who they were before beds are burning. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Old Man Yells at Music Podcast. As always, if you like what you've heard, share, subscribe, and leave a review where you found it. You can also leave feedback on the Facebook and Twitter feeds, both of which are at Mr. B. Glovehead, or on the blog post for this episode, which is at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com, or you can check out the Instagram account at Old Man Yells at Music. As always, there's a companion YouTube playlist for this episode, which I link to in the show notes. All lyrics quoted are for the purposes of discussion and review. No infringement is intended. Next time on the show, it's charts again, this time going back to December of 1975. We'll talk talk about popular 45s from 45 years ago. Until then, I'm Roger Stroop saying, for the last time, Annie, are you okay? Stay safe.